Ugh. Hell of a sound. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Actually, cheers. Oh, that's uh, that's Crusty. foamy. Hmm. It's been in your backpack for a while, huh? Uh, yeah, I left my house at one ten, and they've just been rolling around in the car. So, yeah. in there, what do you call those? What do you call those drawstring bag? Yeah, drawstring bag. Drawstring bag gets the job done. Gets the job done. I have like every time we buy a new gi, we get them in that bag. So I have like four of those bags just floating. You around. have four gis? I have. Yeah, I have four gis. I have two. Yeah, I got four. And um, as you can see on the top one. You've ripped the lapel? It's ripped. The lapel is ripped. How did that happen? I don't know. I got choked, I guess. Got choked hard as shit. I got choked hard. Yeah. We were doing chokes all week. Like lapel chokes. I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah. No, if I train, like I'll train Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, twice on Friday, and then Saturday. And I don't want to, like, on Friday... Like wash a gi. Oh. Wear it in the morning, wash yeah. it, and then wash it again. Washing the gis is annoying. Plus, I have a competition gi and then, like, different training gis. Yeah. It's still, like, it boggles my mind at how much uh, punishment those gis can take. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you are ripping at that fabric. Constantly. As hard as you can, constantly. I mean, you're literally picking people up by the fabric. Yeah. And it doesn't even stretch. No, not at all. Like, if you did that with a t-shirt, well, it'd just rip. But any other material, I feel like it'd be stretched out a little bit. You yeah. Know? No, they're... Even they're if I durable. sweat too much, like the neck on my t-shirt gets a little... Oh, yeah, same. Stretched out. Same, dude. But... Although yeah, those Carhartt shirts, like the one that you got on right now, I do like those Carhartt shirts. They're nice and they're only like 20 bucks. I know. I have a couple of them. They fit good. They're tough. They don't stink after a while. Nope. You need to get some of that uh, Pohada Gi Wash. That stuff changes. Some of the what? Pohada. Is that English? That is Portuguese. Yeah. It would be parada oh. if you're a fucking gringo. But <laughs> yeah, it's like a special gi wash by this company, Sierra Solutions. When I thought it was Roger Gracie for a while. Ah, don't we all? Dude, did I ever so tell you, you about Hodger? <clears throat> did I ever tell you about the Hodger Gracie story when I was at ADCC? No. Dude, like the dumbest thing ever. So I'm not the best with faces like recognizing people yeah especially like if i'm around a lot of people i'm even less likely to recognize someone so i'm at adcc and it's the final day sunday gordon ryan like the super fight gordon ryan and Goval is like i don't know an hour away uh or wait no it was before that anyways uh at adcc and i get up and go to like one of the little vendor things in there yeah and i'm just trying to get some chicken tenders because i'm super hungry and I'm standing in line, and this tall-ass dude walks up next to me, and he's looking at the menu. And I, like, see... Oh, uh, tell me it was Hodger. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, you know, uh, like, the prime drink? Yeah. Uh, like, it's one of like the Paul some... brothers, Logan Paul or Jake Paul or something like that? Yeah, they're actually pretty good. I mean, they I'm not going to lie, they give me gas. Well, see, I had never had one before. And yeah. I turned to this dude standing next to me, and I was like, hey, man, have you ever had one of those prime drinks? And he was like, ah, oh, No. And I was like, ah, like, no, I, see, senor. I see everybody in here walking around with him. So I was just curious. And we'd like chop it up for like two, three minutes while we're just standing in line, just like talking about the fights that are happening, all this stuff, whatever. I go back down to my seat. Don't think anything of it. And like an hour later, they do the Hall of Fame induction thing. And they call Hodger Gracie's name. And guess who walks out? The dude that was standing <laughs> next to me. And I turned and I looked at my coach and. Hey, man, you ever we pulled guard with, before? I was like. <laughs> Dude, 
I, I was just talking to Hunter Gracie and they're like, no way. Like, what'd you say to him? And I was like, I was literally one of the most infamous jujitsu people on the face of the earth. Yeah. He's got like what the best clothes guard pretty much ever, ever like incredible guard, but I'm standing there talking to him. Didn't, didn't even realize I was talking to Hunter Gracie. Talked to him for like, I don't know, maybe five minutes. That's how it happens though, man. And they still make fun of me to this day. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. Zach's way too good for Hunter Gracie. Absolutely. Which I get, you know, but I just wasn't thinking that I would be standing next to one of the greats like that. That's how it happens though. I mean, I feel like you talk, whenever you talk to anyone that's like at the pinnacle mm-hmm. of whatever they're doing, you have no idea. Yeah, no idea. No idea. But if it's someone that started like three weeks ago, you're going to hear everything about jujitsu that's ever been invented. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. CrossFit. Oh, God. <laughs> Vegans. <laughs> Those kipping pull-ups. Dude, they ruin families. The kipping pull-ups ruin families. We've, pull-ups we've covered this. It was Randall crazy. can't do kipping. It was a wild experience. I also like walked out of the bathroom and bumped into somebody and I turned around and I was like, oh, my bad. And the dude was like, no, 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 it's my bad, bro. I didn't even see you. And I like realized who i was talking to and i look up and it was like i bumped into henry cejudo mm-hmm. and mario lopez was just standing next to him and i was like it's a wild experience at those yeah dude. i mean it's kind of like um i was standing at the stoplight with mighty mouse oh yeah at the uh last tournament at the last tournament because mighty mouse is always there mm-hmm. considered arguably the greatest ufc fighter yeah dude of by, all time like by far I mean, he. I mean, just he was crippled a little bit by the fact that he was a flyweight, wasn't he? Or a, yeah, because he was very like light. one twenty-five. Yeah, he was like a buck twenty-five. Yeah, because they wanted to shut down the division for a while. Yeah, and then he just went to one, and it was like, fuck it. And yeah, the UFC traded uh, Mighty Mouse for Ben Askren. Oof, rough trade. That's but. a rough trade. I mean, literally, like the greatest, and he just shows up at these grappling tournaments mm-hmm. in Seattle. Yeah. I've seen him at like four tournaments now and super. it's dope because he's coaching everyone from like kids to adults. Yeah. And pretty personal guy. Yeah. He's super cool. I've talked to him. I think at every tournament that I went to, except for the last one, I yeah. didn't get a chance to talk to him because I was just like busy in the little coaches section because I cheesed <laughs> my way into a wristband, which was fucking hilarious. But that was pretty funny. That was tight. I was uh, standing on the outside of the gates like because mm-hmm. I only had a because I didn't uh, I didn't do that tournament. No, nah, you're just spectating. I was just spectating that tournament, and Zach comes walking in through the coaches section. Like, how the hell did you get in there? Mm-hmm. Had a coaches wristband because it's like it's hard to see if you're not in the in the gates. Yeah, but also it's really frustrating. At a what was the one that we competed at? Was that grappling industries? We did grappling industries. I enjoyed that tournament. That was a good one, but um, it was really annoying when you're like trying to get up to the mats and there's just forty people standing there mm-hmm. and like having yeah, to squeeze fair. through them. That shit was annoying. But, uh, yeah, I was on my way to the tournament, and my coach texted me, and he was like, yo, I don't think I'm going to make it in time. Like, Mark's match just moved up by 30 minutes, so you are going to have to coach him. Yeah, it's like, You're like, just do what you're doing, but better. Yeah, like, all right, I can coach you, I guess, because, like, I, I know his game. I know what he wants to do. I know what the game plan he should do is, plus the game plan that he wants to do. And, like, all I'm really doing is telling him, like when to move when not to move and but i also see what he's doing yeah yeah he did good though yeah. he got bronze oh did he he did yeah he did that's what i ended up getting he lost uh he lost his first match to an advantage because the dude went from full guard to half guard oh and they mark like it. immediately got him back in the full guard yeah but 
and whatever it was, that was an advantage, and it was it was ridiculous. Uh, that's Which what was I lost stupid though. too, because he was throwing attacks constantly. Yeah, and like those don't give you any advantages. Yeah, but that's what I lost on an advantage as well. At uh, grappling industries. Yeah. Oh, that first match, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was zero uh, zero, I think. Yeah, that's what his was too. Pretty close, pretty close little scrap, and then game advantage. That was the one where you immediately pulled into deep half. I right? was in deep half. I was in bottom half guard, slinging out attacks left and right, but they didn't give you advantages. No, I don't know. They were only given advantages for like positional stuff. Yeah, I you know. thought that they would give out advantages for uh, attacks and yeah, like whatnot or even sweep attempts. Yeah, like I thought I had it wrapped on. up in the bag, but then nope. they just gave it to him for top time. Yeah, it's so, ridiculous. Whatever. But that's the name of the game. And apparently, they had a wrestler for a for a uh, referee at the tournament well he's just giving out points for uh, top time rather than like yeah. actual attacks because like in jiu-jitsu you can attack you can be a power bottom you can be a power bottom okay. yeah you can mess someone up from the bottom but yep. like it doesn't look like it necessarily yeah but you can get some you sneaky get some nasty things. submissions when you're yeah. underneath somebody but if they just give points for top, then technically the other guy's racking up advantages. Yeah. Even though he's just defending, but which whatever. is stupid too, especially if you just have him in half guard the whole time. Like, I know he's not doing anything. Like he's still in a guard. He doesn't technically have an advantageous position. If he just held you in mount, then yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, ridiculous. That's how it happens. Like, what are you going to attack from top half guard? There's a. Uh, like a probably not not a spine crusher kind of like a spine crusher that i've been doing quite a bit from top half yes you can uh from top half guard as long as you're above their knee mm-hmm. you can reach your arm around almost like you're doing a seat belt mm-hmm. so one arm under hook one arm over the shoulder between mm-hmm. the neck cup your hands and like a butterfly underneath him mm-hmm. and squeeze the life out of him and it sucks because it's a choke it's a choke without the neck because you just cut off the blood flow from the heart yeah i think that probably works for you because you got a crazy ape index ape you do got a crazy ape index i feel like we got probably similar ape indexes but um i've gotten like the occasional kimura and americana from Mm. being in somebody's clothes guard just because i got long ass arms and if i lean over and they don't know what the fuck they're doing like i'm gonna snatch that they got it. It happens from time to time. It happens to the best of them. Anyways, yeah, it was a good tournament. It was uh, fruitful. Didn't die. That was your first tournament. Yep. Didn't die. Didn't get injured. Yeah. Injury injury free is kind of a win no matter what. Yeah. Honestly, I was just pleased that I didn't get injured. And it was nice to uh, just go out there and feel what it feels like to compete like that. Yeah. So It's a different pace, different tension. Yeah, it was totally different, but I compete again in, what, like six weeks, June 3rd. I'm doing, uh, God, what is that one? Is it the one in uh, Snohomish? No, I think it's in Auburn. Um, Oh. Proving Grounds. It's a submission. Oh, sub only. Oh, yeah, those ones are. So that'll be fun, though. Scary. Because I I don't care, dude. I would rather do that. I would rather do that. Also, sorry to my coach, but I am abandoning his game plan (laughs) because he's like, Pull guard, hold him in guard for like <laughs> two to three minutes and then start throwing attacks up. And it's like, I don't like attacking from guard. I would just rather 
get a sweep or mm-hmm. do something, scramble, and then try and get top position and attack from there. Yeah. So it's like I that's not how I fight anyways. So I was just out of my element and then as soon as I went into the last match and he wasn't watching and I was like, fuck it, dude, I'm just gonna be aggressive. It's my last match. I've lost three. What's a fourth loss? I don't care. You gotta do your own game plan. Did my own game plan and I won in like fifty seconds. So See? um same kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not I'm not pulling guard. No. Unless it's a absolute necessity, not pulling guard. Yeah. Because I don't want to be I just don't want to be stuck in that position. Yeah. And it's very easy to get stuck there when they just like anchor down and posture up and they're just not moving and they're holding onto your legs so fucking tight. <laughs> like, dude, we How can move. Really we feel have about five it? minutes. I think proving grounds is six minute matches too. Oh. So it's a long time to be stuck in closed guard. Yeah. It's uh, exhausting. Your, your thighs. Yeah. It was just, it wasn't worth it. Yeah. It wasn't worth it at all. So it's a long time bought a missionary. Hmm. but anyways just got back from uh la yep was in san antonio Mm -hmm. the the, uh the promised land and then the promised land went from san antonio to la the opposite of the promised land yeah Yeah. dude i didn't i did not expect the traffic like you you hear about it what was this your first time in la yeah oh man i've been to san diego Oh, yeah. And like that's a pretty cool place. I love San Diego. Yeah, San Diego's great, but but uh you know, they always talk about the four oh five or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it took me to go from LAX to Long Beach. Yep. It took like two hours. It's insane. No joke. And then on the way back, it took like twenty five minutes. Mm-hmm. So anyways, got off the plane, got to experience the LA folk, mm-hmm. which Coming from Seattle, I feel like I'm pretty desensitized to most of that stuff. Yeah, but it's a ooh, different beast. Still, still gives you gives you a little shock and awe. And then, uh, yeah, then had to try to figure out the Uber situation, which is like you had to take some bus across the runway or whatever, dude. And then got there, and uh, at least the weather was nice. But now they had some the American Physiological Society meeting sounds APS summit there's actually like thousands and thousands of people it's it's a gigantic meeting and that's what you went to LA for that's what I went to LA for and uh so I had like a you know everyone presents their research or has posters or or talks or whatever so you can sort of see the state of the research in the in the world yeah and uh but they they kicked it off with like this big APS bash thing and so there was like live DJ there was even, they had girls walking around on stilts. That's crazy. Which was not what I was expecting. But. I mean, it was a good touch, but. Yeah. What were they, what were they doing on stilts? I have no idea. They were just in scantily clad uniforms on stilts. Just walking around. Just to add a little flair, I guess. I don't even know, actually, if they were officially part of it, but I. Maybe they just got lost on the way to some other convention. On stilts? I got, yeah. a, I got a picture. Okay. Um, yeah, and then... I don't like that. I don't like the sound of that at all. You don't like the, the stilts? No, don't. What, what are you doing walking around on stilts like that? You know how dangerous <laughs> that is? That's true. Yeah, here. Hey, eh? Look at that. Just walking around on stilts. Yeah, that's just a very weird thing to, uh... Yeah, it didn't fit. But no. I, it was I, I don't know, I, I thought it added a little pizzazz. I mean, it adds some pizzazz, but like, what is she holding too? 
a, a like a little geisha fan oh wow well yeah kind of crazy yeah kind of cool anyway so they really kicked it off aps goes hard AP- scientists go hard they love it yeah just staring at each other's feet the whole time dude i've been saying this for a long time i think there needs to be some sort of i don't even know it's not i, I can't even say that like i was gonna say that there there should be some sort of formal communication training mm-hmm. for scientists you guys probably go through that in undergrad though but does formal communication training actually help no because that's all professionalism yeah i mean you i don't need... think like does taking a public speaking class actually help you to be better at public speaking i feel like the people that are good I at public so. speaking are good at public speaking because they're just they don't get that nervous as much or even if they get nervous they've figured out their own coping mechanism yeah i mean i took public speaking in college and it helped a lot oh but it just gives you like tips and tricks to uh grab people's attention and yeah. like where to look and how to like quote unquote command an audience <laughs> command which, your presence command it right now right now but yeah, i feel I like i mean you just got to kind of do enough speeches and then you just get used to it yeah you kind of get used to it after a while so i don't know maybe but there should be something and it's like if you are going into like stem or medical yeah i see i mean i've like you know seen my fair share of doctors half and half yeah scientists though met a lot of scientists only know a handful that can talk know a lot of engineers and i know two that yeah. can talk like comfortably in a group of people which is uh which is disappointing because there's a lot of cool information. I mean, yeah. I'm biased, but I'm biased as well. But when we're especially like when we're on a Zoom call or something like that, when you like can't even look up at your camera or I'm I know you're not looking at your screen cuz you can't look at me, that's weird. <laughs> and then when we're in person and people find out I'm an engineer and they're like, "No, stop fucking around. Like, what do you actually do?" Yeah. I'm like, "No, seriously, like I'm an engineer." And they're like, "Man, you're way too normal for that." Like that's a really yeah, way bad too rap. many cool tattoos and a gold chain. I know they don't have it. I have a Wu Tang tattoo. <laughs> that gets a lot of conversations as well. Also, have you seen this one? Which one did you get now? Oh, that's the top one. Yeah. Oh, that top, top samurai. samurai that turned out good. Yeah, it's tight. But Zach's got a tattoo on his shoulder of his dog as a samurai. It's super dope. It's actually pretty epic. It's tight. I'm tattoo free. Yeah, I don't have any tattoos. We got to change that. <laughs> Some of the people uh, that I was hanging out with in L.A. ended up, they went and got a tattoo during the meeting. Because I guess wow. there was some famous tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so they ended up getting one of those. So That's I got dope. to experience like, I didn't realize there's such thing as like an ink sack that can form. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Because I thought they just always wrapped them in like a like a garbage bag it's like saran wrap and they yeah. like put some something on it wrap it in saran wrap and then you take it off the next morning yeah typically you can take it off later but usually i get mine in the afternoon and then i just leave it on so i don't how long do you have to leave seat. it on for um some people will take it off you know after just a couple hours but i usually yeah. leave mine on overnight uh is it just like because it leaks or what it just is like protecting it oh. um and then after that yeah you just wash it multiple times a day and put some sort of cream on it a lot of people use aquaphor but you can get way too heavy on the aquaphor and then it just breeds infection so oh yeah you got to do a real thin layer but it's not bad it doesn't really hurt Uh, i don't like line work i don't mind shading most people are opposite but interesting yeah Yeah, you should get one it's a whole culture yeah you should get pull guard across your knuckles (laughs) <laughs> that'd be tight p-u-l-l-g-u-a-r oh it would work you or you could just spell guard incorrectly which is even funnier 
because you have two PhDs. G-A-R-D. Yeah. Pull guard. Pull guard. G-A-A-R-D. Guard. Might be dope. Yeah. I've been pulling guard less, though. I did pull guard in the tournament. Yeah. But yeah. I'm also in the super heavyweight division, so yeah, I'm not about to square somebody. up. Yeah. Yeah. That seems dangerous. Yeah. But Even at uh, my weight class, it seems kind of dangerous. I know. But I also just went up a weight class, so... Yeah, that's true. We'll see how that goes. And I just like broke my wrist or whatever. So when? A couple weeks ago. Remember, I had the cast on. Oh yeah, but you didn't actually break it. I mean, we can't rule it out. Can you do this? N- yeah, I can do this. Oh, so you're good. But you can still have like a scaphoid fracture or a or a radial plateau fracture. Mm. You know, it's above me. Anyways, so we did the LA thing. Talked about some science. Did you present? I did, yeah. Talked about some... What was it? Oh, uh, on the opioid stuff. Hmm. Opioids and airway closure and that uh-huh. kind of fun stuff. And then, uh, you know, marketed around. But I think the earliest we got back to the hotel every night was like 2.30. A.M.? Yeah. Wow. Bar closed. The scientists go crazy. The scientists go nuts. People love to get lit for APS. <laughs> I mean, that's it. where like, that's like where you get the jobs, though. Yeah. So it's all you just want a like job, you want a position, nonsense. like it's all the networking stuff. Mm. You that don't really just cold apply for that stuff. Yeah. But I mean, that's fair. Yeah. And then uh, it was kind of rough, though, because it came right after going to San Antonio mm-hmm. for the wedding, which fantastic wedding, by the way. Yeah. Your dance moves are crazy. Jake and Elizabeth. I've been friends with Jake since uh, I was like fifth grade oh wow for a long time yeah dude had the biggest like head when i met him and then he grew into it thank god so if he's listening to this way to go Jake. i think he is you grew into your head finally anyways great guy fantastic guy and um yeah they they put on a a wedding in uh canyon lake over near san antonio Hmm. area do they live in San Antonio? No, uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. I guess it was like a, a really cool destination that they went to on a, a vacation one time. Okay, and so. it actually it actually turned out to be a really cool place. It was like hmm. temperature was great. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a cool area. It was like Texas vibe, but like sort of rural Texas. But then there was also like a lake and stuff. Yeah, and we had some like cabins that we, everyone was staying in, and it was all sort of housed within this camp. E, I mean, it's like it's a hotel, but like they have cabins you know yeah for you to stay in and then they have like a like a resort kind of thing yeah kind of but mm-hmm. it was it was some of a, a smaller resort or whatever and then we had like a cornhole tournament and uh so it was a typical wisconsin bash yep and uh but everyone there was really cool and uh i i'm a big fan of the new trend of like short and sweet ceremonies <sighs> dude it's beautiful in do the vows out yep off to the best part 20 minutes 20 minutes. That's what. That's exactly what it was. It was mm-hmm. like 20 minutes. It was yeah. fantastic. Anyways, and then my Elizabeth was walking in and says so the bride. Mm-hmm. And then my niece, who is like almost two or like two, like two-ish or whatever, turns around and went, it's a princess. <laughs> so that was pretty fan. I bet she loved that. That was great. Yeah. And then, uh, then the reception, great food, barbecue, amazing. Mm. And then, uh, rocking it on the dance floor oh killing videos it. have been posted maddie took or maddie sent me i think 
I think my sister-in-law was the one that took the video of that. Ruse, Ruse coming in. He's, he heard the dance. Yep. Uh, I think my sister-in-law was the one that took the video and then sent it to Maddie. Yep. Who was and going Maddie to... Maddie loved it. Which was... Yeah, she was going to hold it as blackmail because I was I was ripping it up on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, but it was to Spice Girls. Yeah, no. Yeah, and... Uh, in there. We know about your gym playlist. <laughs> if you want to be my love... <laughs> Gotta get with my friends. Killing it. And friendship never ends. <laughs> Anyways. Um, anyway. And then so she sent this blackmail and it said, I'm going to hold this one over you. And I said, I'll do you one better. Posted. <sighs> That's what you got to do. <laughs> Take the control back. <laughs> but we also, uh, midway through the dinner, uh, the best man and I, uh, I don't know how we got the idea, but anyways, we we booked it over to the honeymoon suite because mm-hmm. there was some scantily clad pictures that I had posted, mm-hmm. and uh, so we went to the honeymoon suite where the bride and groom were going to be staying, and yep. we mapped out the uh, the best areas for consummation of mm. naturally as one does of the marriage. So that way, there was no questions because it was already mapped out for you. Mm-hmm. So I thought we were doing a good deed. Did you guys make a diagram? uh no we just had a visual map mm. you know of pictures and yeah. like yeah but not sure how well that one went over but i thought it was good mm. yeah two turn i think it was just because you had to move the just married sign out of the way to get in yeah that's you fine. know <laughs> that's fine <laughs> so that was pretty funny but and then uh yeah everything went off really well it was like a pretty perfect wedding love to hear it yeah because dude weddings sometimes are exhausting yeah. when the ceremony lasts like an hour and a half yeah groom chipped his front two teeth though which is typical wisconsin pretty pretty gnarly too like there was a hole and how did you do that again uh they went to like change in the cutoffs mm-hmm. and then the ground was kind of uneven over there mm. tripped and took a kiss the kissed the uh, a rock basically like a boulder but he just kept typical wisconsin this kid is oh this guy not kid this guy he's a grown man he is farm tough that's a different breed different breed just got up boom back up like nothing ever happened didn't care this was also the guy that came into my gym when i owned a gym and deadlifted like 480 no training ever never touched a barbell in his life (laughs) That is like just farm strong. And you were like, what the heck? Worst technique on the face of the earth for that. Like it started, like it got better, obviously. Mm-hmm. Of course. But like, it was, it was like, you know, it's actually kind of easy because there's knurling on the bar and it's kind of small. It's not look, doesn't look like a hay bale. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck, dude? It's a different type of strength. Too. It took me years to yeah. get to like 600. Okay. Well, I never got that far. It took me years to get to 500. Never got that far either. Took me years to get to four or five. No, it didn't take that long for me. <laughs> Walked in, bloop, done. Ape index. God. That, that's what was funny about the gym is because we had like a lot of those farm kids that came in. They're just stupid strong. Just stupid strong. They squat like four or five with the most mobile hips because they've never sat a day in their life on a desk. Yeah. They don't got tension on their hip flexors or no. anything. Yeah. They would just break, they would break barbells. Yep. Like too much weight on the bar. Mm-hmm. That happens. Yeah. Never touched it in a day in their life. Like, well, this is easier than picking up a log. I'm like, yeah, I guess. If, yeah, if you think about it. Yeah. I, brought, I thought it was a good idea one time. I brought in like a tractor tire 
And I was like, oh, yeah, we can do some tire flips. That was a mistake. Yeah, they're probably curling it. Well, they've they've moved many tractor tires. Oh, yeah. Look up, and they're just like holding it above their head. They're like, what do you want me to do with it? And I was like, I don't know. That person almost had a hernia trying to flip it. I look over, and you're carrying it. Just holding it. Just holding it. Like that's, for 20 minutes until I got over there. Dude, that's the type of strength that you want, though. That's when you realize there are different levels. Yeah. Like you can be strong. People don't look super in shape usually. Yeah. Like they don't look like they're jacked. No. But they're just stupid strong. Stupid strong. And then it's like, that's when you realize like you can, you can train someone to be very strong at like a few movements, you know? Yeah. But it doesn't peril to that. No, because that's just like pure brute strength. It's just like, it's like a different strength because like you can, like I can, you know, like you can pick up, you can like deadlift a lot or you can squat a lot or you can do, you know, you can train yourself to do a couple movements like really strong. Yeah. But beyond those movements, it's sort of limited. Yeah. You know? Because you're for just them, so it's focused like, on like a mind-muscle connection throughout the whole thing in perfect form. Yeah. You're kind of fragile. It, you know? Yeah. If the weight moves out of position one time, like you don't have that dense, thick connective tissue. Mm-hmm. Whereas they're just like strong in every position because there is no form on the farm. You're just... You're just doing stuff. You're just moving stuff. And so yeah. like... They can have one dumbbell up here and another one down there. And they're like, what do you want me to do with this? And I'm like, well, your shoulder should be out of socket right now, but somehow it's still in there. So I don't know. Just I don't know. You do you. Do what you want to do. Do what you, you, you tell me what you want to do. Yeah. And I'll help you. Yeah. God, I need a farm then. That's the way to get strong. Yeah. I had so a couple I, pig farmers that were in the gym. and Dude. I was just talking about that uh, yesterday, actually, like chopping wood and uh, shoveling gravel. Yeah. That's how good of a workout that is. I, well, that's what I said. I went from, I went from like 180 to like 220 in grad school. Mm-hmm. Cause all I did was farming. Yeah. Cause I was just moving goats all day and then building fences and taking care of horses. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that was when like deadlift went from like 315 to like 600, like pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just part of it. Yeah. That's the way to go. God. But your rear delts. Oh man. Rear delts. We were talking about shoulder hypertrophy earlier. Cause I have, I don't think that I have narrow shoulders necessarily. Yeah. I, I'm not like a super broad person. I'm just kind of tall and sort of lanky, but, um, I feel like shoulder hypertrophy plays into it. I measured my like shoulder to waist ratio. Yeah. And it's like a normal, like what you would consider broad, but oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like the, I don't know what the ratio is. It's like 1.6 or something like that, Sure, but it was like 1.65. So like technically I have broad shoulders, but my shoulders don't look the actual muscles, the delts, oh, they're just not that like you can see, dude, there's like not a whole lot of hypertrophy there. Yeah. They're just kind of, I mean, it's more built than the average. Well, yeah, but like the average person. But you do a lot more physical activity than the average. Yeah, but it's like, you know, there's a certain level that I'm trying to get to. And I had this hypothesis that rear delts are the the culprit. Could be. I mean, because my lateral delts. delts kind of give it that like 3D look. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like where you can see it from the side. Yeah. But uh, I mean, front delts, I get enough activation just through like every pressing movement that I do. 
so I don't really hit um, like front raises. But with lateral raises, dude, I just started doing it last week where I'm doing probably like 15 sets on my lateral delts every week. Oh, yeah. Just trying to blast them like three days a week. If I do legs, doesn't matter. I'm doing delt work. Yeah. If I do like shoulder, back, push, pull, leg kind of situation, doesn't matter. I'm hitting delts like three days a week. I told you it was like, um, I don't know couple of years of doing delts like three days a week before mine actually like moved yeah i, I mean i don't have big shoulders mm-hmm. but but they're bigger than average yeah but dude I, maybe it's just genetics because some people have like i wonder how much of it's like just from the ape see i would have thought the ape index being that we have long arms mm-hmm. would tend to make the uh the shoulders bigger you would think right because it has a longer lever that has to lift yeah, but I don't know, man. The long limbs is like, it's tough. Yeah. It, I don't look super strong. I'm not super strong based on like most people's measures, but I feel like I'm pretty strong. Yeah. And uh, my muscle mass just isn't that crazy because I got so much space to fill in. Yeah. And when you see you do this like 5'5 five, five and absolutely jacked, you know, like you can do two bicep curls and <laughs> like you have four inches of arm to fill in with muscle yeah of course you're going to be big which is no offense to you know people with smaller frames but god it is a pain in the ass trying to like build yeah bigger looking muscles when you have long ass arms and long legs Well, i think the problem is is like if you're this is my hypothesis i think like if you're doing too much front and side delt Mm -hmm. it sort of rounds your shoulders in a little bit which makes you look a little bit more narrow which is also jujitsu yeah, and then like also in jujitsu, kind of you're like always compressed. sort of kyphotic. Okay, that's a way better word than compressed. <laughs> way better. <laughs> you're sort of like, you know, hunchback. Because mm-hmm. you're always sort of hugging someone powerfully. Yeah, or you got like your elbows tucked in because you're just trying to frame and yeah, like defend something, like answering phones when you're getting caught up in chokes and stuff. So your shoulders are always like internally rotated. Right. And so like it kind of makes you look a little bit more narrow. Whereas like if you're broad... Yeah. Then you look more gigantic. Which I can feel right now, even just sitting, that like naturally I like fold inwards a little bit. And I don't like it's somewhat of a computer guy. I also work in tech, so I'm on my computer a lot and like, you know, kind of hunched forward. But yeah, it's like those rear delts, I think, too, helping, you know, connect everything and pull my shoulders back. I always see so many people uh, just like destroying their rhomboids. Yeah. When they're going for rear delt. I think like, again, this is my opinion, is that the weakness of the rear delt is always underestimated. Mm-hmm. So they'll just grab like a big weight. Oh, yeah. And just slam it. And it's like five pounds on your rear delt is a lot. Yeah. It's a very, very small muscle mm-hmm. with a very odd range of motion. Yeah. Right. And so like, it's way easy to just use your rhomboid. And yeah. you can, cause you can sort of move your whole arm. Mm-hmm. Like if you lift your arm up to the side, you can move it back with your rhomboids. Mm-hmm. You don't need to use your rear delt at all. Yeah. But you can use your rear delt. Yeah. It's just gotta be lightweight. Yeah. I change the grip too when I do it. So instead of like most people do face pulls like this and then just like yeah. pull back towards their neck, it's like grabbing it like a baseball mm. and then kind of like making a, yeah. um, like a goal post and then just bringing it straight back yeah. and uh, yeah, lowering the weight a lot more. I mean, even just this week has helped, but 
they are a pesky muscle to grow yeah. like another muscle that neither one of us likes most people don't like calves. No. i i did found one of the ones that i liked was um you can use like a lat pull down machine and go like really wide for face pulls no no not face pulls but rear delts oh you can go you can use a lat pull down machine but you can go really really wide mm-hmm. and then you can just forcefully contract your rear delts Okay. Like if you know how your rear delts contract, you know? Yeah. And the and the bar only moves like a couple inches, but yeah. it fries them. The okay. other way is like if you go to do like a bent over row, mm-hmm. but you almost use like a snatch grip. So you're like oh, yeah, super really wide. far out and, and then just... you can do that. Yeah. Those like fry them. Okay. Because you can only use like the uh, chest fly mm-hmm. machine or the pec fly machine. You know, oh, when dude, you put... I hate using pec deck for... Right, because you you know you put them the two things together and then you use it and yeah, yeah. do your rear delts. I feel like it doesn't hit anything. Yeah, because it's just you use your rhomboids a lot. Mm-hmm. Although I did learn, uh, actually, I will fully admit that I learned this one on YouTube from Rich Piana, R.I.P. Wow. R.I.P. Where if you do the rear delt thing with using the pec deck mm-hmm. backwards, like keep your chest off of the pad. Mm-hmm. Like, make sure that your chest can't touch the pad. Yeah. The amount of weight that you can do is embarrassing. Yeah. Because then it's only rear delt, basically. Yeah, because you're, like, pushing into it. And, yeah. You know, bracing. You're using, like, 10, mm-hmm. 5, 10 pounds. Dude, which is sometimes all you need. Yeah. Like, you see that, too, with just lateral raises in general, though. Yeah. Is that people will grab, like, 35s and just swing them. Like, they're not even going... They're not going parallel. Randall doing the kipping. They're not even getting above their nipples, dude. Yeah. They're just <laughs> doing kipping lateral raises, trying to ruin their family. And like, dude, just lower the weight and just like do a full range of motion. And I promise you it'll, you'll feel it way more. Hmm. And uh, I, don't, I don't know. I never really got into ego lifting because I just like wasn't strong already. So it was like, I, I also worked out alone for the yeah. majority of my life. So it's like. What am I going to do if I put, you know, if I can only bench, say, 135 and I put 185 on the bar to, like, impress somebody? Yeah. How impressive is it when they have to come and rescue me because I failed on my first rep? <laughs> I'm just going to do 135, maybe 145 if I'm feeling crazy, <laughs> if I can get a spot. But, like, the ego lifting is crazy. Yeah. It's madness. I don't know. Yeah. It's I. It's kind of funny, though, watching people in the gym. I love it. Like turkeys. Dude, people watch peacocks. Peacocks. I think we established that it's not turkey; it's peacock. Same shit. Either way, I don't know. All right, let's get out of here. All right. Uh, yeah. We don't have the static website anymore. What happened to the static website, dude? There was like five people using it. So we can boost thousands that. and thousands of people using like TikTok, YouTube videos, and stuff. Looking at neural network, mm-hmm. and it was like twenty bucks to keep the website up. Like twenty bucks a month. What did you use? Squarespace. I'll just build you one and we'll deploy it through Netlify. Okay. It's free. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, we'll work on that. I'll Anyways, do, in the I'll meantime, rss.com slash neural network. You can find it because with uh, we host it through RSS. Mm-hmm. And so it gives you like a landing page. Yeah. So that's got everything. Otherwise, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all those things. Like, comment, subscribe. And uh, yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.